0: Welcome to Blathering Blatherskites, episode number 99, and I'm one of your hosts, Ken Doman, joined, as usual, by Robbie Baxter and Ryan Rhodes. Robbie, Ryan, how are you guys doing? What's been going on lately? Uh, Robbie, I see you have a new addition behind you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I had a fun project this weekend. Uh, My parents came came to my house um, to visit, and my dad brought me my two bikes that I had at their house for, you know, 20 years now that haven't been ridden. And uh, my old uh, stoplight that, that hung in my room that my dad bought at auction since he worked for the city. Um, and so I, I spent some time Sunday night looking up what parts I needed for it, ordered them all uh, at Lowe's online. And then you know immediately got an email uh, saying that they don't have those parts in stock even though the website <laughs> said they did. So uh, order some new parts and then got to Lowe's and picked them all up, didn't look at the parts, drove home, realized I got the wrong size, uh, light sockets, uh, <laughs> drove back to take them back, but then forgot the parts at home. And so I went to Menards and then got all the right stuff and then put it together. Okay. Um, and then I had to wait till yesterday to get the hook, uh, from Amazon. And then I hung it up and now it, uh, it works. I can use my phone to change the different lights and the traffic light on my wall. Um, ah. people at work are, it's a very nice conversation piece. Um,
0: yeah. so you'd use can, like you're busy, the red light. If you're available. No no no, 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 no. What I'm doing,
1: yeah, no. Like, I don't have to be on, like, a call all day with, like, coworkers. <laughs> but I am in meetings a lot. And I lead a lot of yeah. meetings. And yeah. so I'm going to use it more like the music at the Oscars or something. And uh, yeah. when I, when people can keep talking, I'll leave it green. But as soon as it's getting close to their time is up, I'll, I'll change it to, to yellow. And then uh, when it's time for them to just shut up, I'll turn it red red yeah uh, time's that up. or that or i'd really like just do like a stock ticker thing where it's red uh, or green or you know or something i even told some people at work maybe i'll set up a web page that they can just go in and, and change the color whenever they want so
0: <laughs> we'll see i, I have some
1: yeah. coding to do now that that part will be
0: fun but yeah we can use it on the podcast if i start talking too much flash the oh yeah red I'll, light definitely, and... <laughs> I'll definitely use it tonight for sure <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's my that's been my
1: project for the last couple of days what oh, are you cool. right Ryan,
2: what have you been up to? No oh, work, work, work. Uh, um, what can I say? Uh, we had a bunch of rain. I've been out of the fields, uh, so I've caught up on a little bit of what I've been watching. Not a lot. I mean, I don't watch a, much, a bunch of TV. Um,
0: uh, you said you, you, got, you got some some AirPods. There's a new addition, right? Yeah, I've got some AirPods. I've i yeah.
2: got uh, finally got the. Uh, I think we talked about this something if we have the uh the trackier thing from apple
0: yeah been, yeah well, been, I, you mentioned been, you had it i i didn't hear how well it's been going so yeah if you want to go into actually, that i
2: was kind of i was kind of disappointed like if you bury it in something like a book bag or something they had a hard time finding it hmm. Hmm. so uh i think i'll get it worked out they'll get it hammered out you know but uh uh it is nice like i threw it in my truck I just threw one in my truck because I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And uh, Amanda had to use my tr- had to use the truck the other day, and uh, to take we took pigs to the butcher shop. And oh, I guess we can play a fun little game here. We took a boar into the butcher shop. So guess what you guys think that pig weighed? Bob Barker rules. You can't go over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a, a boar. Okay. How, how old? old. Uh, it's full grown. Was like my friend, it's full grown. Okay. It, okay. it was big. It was big. Man, I have no idea. I, I don't know, three fifty. But it a... I'll go. I'll
1: go okay. four four seventy.
0: The live
2: weight of this board was eight hundred thirty five. Oh my
1: Whoa. gosh! <laughs> wow, <laughs> it was big. Man, was like,
2: well, why don't you just get rid of it? I'm like going on mm. half a ton. Man, It's kind of like my friend. Like. <laughs> I can t- I'll i tell you some stories off air. It's
0: just not appropriate for oh, the this podcast. Can this what? pig even still, like, breed? Had you named him? Does he have a name?
2: We had a name. And I can't even say this on the air. It's pretty
0: crude. Uh, oh, but, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, but I, I will tell
2: you off the podcast. Oh, before, man. And maybe next week for our 100th episode, I'll reveal the name. <laughs> really? with, but it is pretty crude. All right. You know,
0: yeah. If interest is peaked, yeah. all right. have yeah. our one not
1: safe for work podcast out of a hundred. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: that's yeah. fine. Yeah.
2: So, but that's been my right. week. I mean, right. just, just, just farmer stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm doing great. Some yeah. excitement
0: there. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been trying to go down the, a fitness journey. That's been uh, the last week or so. I, my wife and I are doing a, a 75 day challenge. We're like on day eight or something right now. So okay. I'm down 10 pounds though to down awesome. 10 pounds and awesome. been working been working hard at it so been doing two workouts a day and uh yeah just trying to not eat any sugar so that that's like the main thing sugar and carbs but yeah
2: so and you're using Apple Fit or you're using the Apple Watch to track all this as best you I can.
0: am I am using it a lot actually um, yeah. I'm trying to close all of my rings every day uh using it for that when I start a workout I'll I'll go ahead and start it on there to just kind of track my you know calorie
1: can you swim? And stuff. Can you swim with that? Yeah.
0: Easy? Yep. Okay. I use it to swim all the time. Yeah, and I don't know how accurate it is. Sometimes I I wonder if it has the right number. It, it measures it in yards, and I, I give like an estimate of the length of the pool, and then it mm. tracks how many laps. And is it said I did like 500 yards today? Although I I was swimming for like almost an hour, so maybe close. maybe I did about that. So. What kind yeah. of stroke,
1: what stroke do you
0: use? It tells you it'll it freestyle, which is just like whatever the heck I want. Um, but so, sometimes butter, <laughs> butterfly or, or breaststroke. And then, okay. yeah, I, I'm not a great swimmer, but trying to get better. So
2: is there not a drought stroke?
0: That's about what I'm doing. Yeah, no, okay. but sometimes sometimes That'd I'll be just mine. be doing the back float and just kind of, you know, paddling around. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's. Kind of been fun, but it's also been a lot of a lot of hard work and being very sore. And so are you sore all the time? yeah, because you don't take this whole thing, we're not taking any days off doing it straight Is that is that
1: part of the plan not to take days off? Okay. What's the the rationale behind that? Like from a workout perspective.
0: I think it's more of like a mental thing to if you can do something for 75 days and if you don't skip and you don't, you know, have any cheat meals or any of that stuff uh that you'll stick to it after that so i think that's you, the you do different types of muscle groups or anything like that like i, we're, I don't know we're about staying you. really simple i mean i, don't I don't know, know you, you probably Ryan, should. but
1: like i have like yeah. these alarm bells going off in my head that like he's yeah. gonna kid's gonna overdo some muscle and not build <laughs>
0: no i, I mean yeah. the swimming i feel like is good because i will do different stuff sometimes i'm just treading water or mm-hmm. you know just walk sometimes just walk in the pool just walk around just to yeah, have that re- yeah. extra resistance yeah that's totally we'll what that.
1: really old people do yeah. i know like, you get like right? little paddles out and do
0: like aerobics in there and stuff or like <laughs> paddles we got these gloves they're i call them the yeah. frog frog gloves that there you're you supposed go. to give you I, I had never heard of those uh, my wife was like yeah we got these gloves I was like, okay oh that's cool we'll do that
1: yeah, yeah so yeah. you need to start videotaping this
0: just so Brian um, and i man. can make sure that you're doing it right i have my wise yeah. cam on the pool i'll show you i know <laughs> Yeah. um uh yeah but i mean we only have a couple of workout equipment things we have a, an elliptical yeah. and a, a rower so somewhat limited there but um uh, i i feel like those are kind of lower impact and yeah. burn, you get the most bang for your buck kind of thing so yeah. that's what i'm doing trying to cool yeah trying to get in better better shape better health and all that so yep yeah, that's what i have been up to um i was uh, kind of going to go into a news segment here. There's been kind of a lot of big news going on, on tech stuff, especially. Um, and Robbie, you wanted to talk about, there's a big Senate hearing, which I know is the most exciting thing we could ever talk about, but no, it's a Senate hearing about, about crypto. Right. And about, um, you know, using that on a global scale or national or, yeah, kind of go yeah, into that.
1: I mean, I can, I could talk about it a little bit. So I, there's a lot of talk right now about digital currency Um and crypto kind of gets thrown around a lot, right? Because, it, you know, there's things called stable coins, which are backed by the U.S. dollar. Um, and there's, you know, other options out there, but there's nothing official from the government. The government still is kind of using the same methodologies to move money around that le- electronically that they've used for, you know, a long, long time. And it's still very much controlled by the banks. And there's fees involved there. Um, there's also this, this idea that there's a lot of people in the U.S., especially who are unbanked. Um, and one of the so kind of the the concept of the reason for this hearing was to you know there's been a couple think tanks for the government going on around this topic um the senate brought in a few um experts like three or four experts um or at least they thought they were experts i I think they probably were they had good points um and then it it was really like it was one of the most refreshing discussions i've ever seen from political in the political arena there was there was little to no grandstanding and you know politicians being politicians it was very frank conversations asking specific questions and getting answers from the experts it wasn't uh anyway it was just very i don't i couldn't tell if it was government kind of working how it's supposed to it for felt once. like it yeah like i can't tell i couldn't <laughs> tell if it's bipartisan or not like i knew some of the names but i don't know yeah. you know i don't know where they stand but right. anyway it's just really refreshing to hear um the, this conversation. Some of the points that were interesting to me was this idea of the unbanked. Um, one of the experts made the point that uh, it's a bit of a catch-22 for people because um, if you are in the poverty segment of the population um, and you, you want to send money or spend money online or do different things that, you know, we kind of take for granted being in the middle class, um, it's, it's, you can get a bank account to do that stuff. But then there's all these fees and all these things like, you know, have to have minimum balances on checking accounts or you know those types of things that that you know if you're if you're lower income it's difficult to keep that amount of money in the bank when you need it from paycheck to paycheck as much. So it's a bit of a catch 22 where the you know people with more money they don't have to pay those fees because they have so much money in there that the bank doesn't care they they make interest off your money. So that concept um, a digital currency would help with that. It would it would make it easier for people to to uh, bank, as long as they have a smartphone, which most people do. Um, now, that may not be entirely true for every generation now, but um, anyway, so that was one of the, the points. One of the things that was interesting to me, they talked a lot about China. So China has released a digital currency, um, and the, the U.S. Is, is worried about that because it, it makes it really, really easy for anybody in China and the world to move this, I can't remember what it's called, yuan or yen, or I don't, this digital currency can move around really easily. Um, and it's just a much more fluid, much uh, easier way to do business for companies and for individuals. Um, and so the U.S. wants to make sure that that doesn't take over a huge market share and move away from the dollar being the standard. Now, the fact that it comes from China is a little bit of a problem. Uh, privacy is not a concern for China. They it's very, they're going to make it very open and the government's definitely going to look, look in, you know, look into the what's going on. Um, so it, it was just some interesting points around national security and, you know, keeping Americans financial or keeping America's financial superiority up there. Um, and then there was, uh, you know, talk about if, if the U.S. had a, a CBDC as they call it, a central bank digital, digital currency um, it would maybe reduce the need for a lot of these other cryptocurrencies. Um, so, you know, you think about Bitcoin. People are like, oh, Bitcoin's the future of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's okay, but like it's not really a good, you know, currency. It it, it fluctuates in price dramatically from day to day. It's not stable. Um, it, it's an, It's a representation of like work done to build these things, but it's not... I've heard it equated to gold more than, say, a dollar bill. Um, And so, I mean, I don't know that there's any digital currency or cryptocurrency right now that's really, really great for, like, just doing business. I I think you still have to tie it to some fiat, some, you know... Anyway, so there was talk about a couple of senators were really, really um, upset about Bitcoin, Um, didn't like it, didn't like the environmental (laughs) impact, didn't like... Uh, it was really like, I was really bearish on Bitcoin after walking out of that because some countries have banned it.
0: Um, right. Yeah, that, but, well, that's no, caused the value to to drop yes, on some of these currencies yeah, too. Yeah, some
1: countries have banned it. Some countries have come out with statements that are, you know, hey, we might ban it. I think the cat's out of the bag in the US. I, I can't, I, there's too many institutional investors now that I think it would be very difficult for the government to to just outright ban it.
0: Well, there's a significant amount of wealth stored in that currency right now right that's what Across i'm saying the, yeah. yeah absolutely
1: yeah. i mean there's trillions of dollars in cryptocurrency right now and, and a, a large portion of that is us investors uh, right. there's also you know a lot of other investors too but if the government came and did a crackdown on it um, there would be in a democracy, and with lobbying and money talks, and at least in our country, like it'd be very difficult to to make a stand there. I think. Anyway, all that to say, it was a really, really refreshing conversation, a good conversation. I've been really bullish on Algorand. It made me think about, you know, how does how does how does a, a cryptocurrency or blockchain that exists today function in a CBDC world? I think it would be more difficult. Um, I don't think. I don't think the U.S. government is going to build a, st- a stable U.S. coin on a pl- existing platform like Algorand. I think they would have to build their own um, because they do want it to be private. The U.S. I mean, the, the very much, very much the senators and even the experts there has talked about if we did a uh, currency for you know the U.S. a CBDC, it has to have a really, really tight privacy policy, with the caveat. That there are ways for law enforcement to, you know, track things. So right. it wouldn't, of course. Be, of course. It wouldn't yeah. be for like it wouldn't be like, I mean, it'd be like the banking laws today, right? Like you yeah. have to have subpoena, those types of things, right? But um, it, anyway, I mean, there's just a story right now about the the pipeline that got hacked and they paid with Bitcoin. All the FBI seized the Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is not as anonymous as people think it is. Um, It is all on the blockchain and you can track it pretty easily. And if you get it, and I think, I think I heard what happened is they got on an exchange to try to sell it and the government found it and told the exchange to freeze it. And they did, you know, so anyway, um, it was really good conversation. I, I wonder what's going to happen to all these. Yeah. Like what were the
0: takeaways from this? Like, is this, you know this was just a conversation they're having like was there a goal yeah, in yeah. mind like what what was the objective yeah so uh,
1: there's there there was there's been uh like a think tank or some you know some partnership between uh the fed and uh MIT which by the way Algorand came from an MIT professor and Gary Gensler the SEC chair when was a professor at MIT with this person connection. anyway yeah, yeah anyway <laughs> um but, you know, it, they had done this, they had done this, you know, pilot research and all this stuff. And so they wanted to get some reports back on that. Um, they wanted, there's a, you know, a group, I think there's like a small committee or something exploring this. So they wanted to get some information from the committee about their findings. And then they also wanted to have an opportunity for Q&A with experts. Um, and just to, you know, talk about the pros and cons, they talked about, you know, CBDC was the main topic, but thats very much goes into cryptocurrency as a whole. Um, so my takeaway really was I'm not as excited about cryptocurrency as I was before. Um, so I don't know. I had a really good conversation with a colleague who was very much more knowledgeable on all of this than me and he had some really good points. like he said, you know, yeah, maybe they do a CBDC, but you still have inflation. Like, are there other ways to store yeah. your wealth that's, you know, that's less prone to that? You know, I, I don't know. So there's, I, I think the technology is still burgeoning. And, um, but, I, but I don't think that like a like a blockchain like Algorand or something is going to run
0: the CBDC. So do you ever think they'll put regulation to, to help it prevent the volatility? Because I think that's what, it, it's weird right now. It's like you have these gold rushes when there's like an, a new crypto or something that, becomes popular for whatever reason, you know, some billionaire tweets about it and then it's going through the roof for no reason. And there's no real reason behind it. I
1: think they should. I think, I mean, you can do the same. I mean, look at GameStop and AMC, like SEC manages that very, very hard, you know, depends on who you talk to, I suppose, but there, there are definitely laws around, you know, trading stock. I think some of those similar things need to be applied to the cryptocurrency markets. Um, if Elon Musk is a large shareholder of Bitcoin and he is um,
0: promoting it, promoting <laughs> it, I hear, but here's hey. the
1: catch, though. I guarantee you, when
2: Elon came out and says, "Oh, we're not going to use Bitcoin because it's too environmentally friendly and we, or it's too environmentally harsh, we don't want to use it," he caused that price to go down. And I guarantee he's right back in at the drop
1: and buying up again. Uh, or he short, he- or he short sold it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah they and he, he, said that they held it. He, did they hold yeah. it? Yeah. They might have. Yeah.
2: You might have. You might not, but I'm guaranteeing. They made a lot of money. He's taking on this it. opportunity. Yeah. He, he can still hold it, but I guarantee he's taking another opportunity and re- reinvesting more dollars into his chief price to catch it on the way back up. So I think mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of titans of industry say, want yeah, no but- regulation. And you, they may not say that publicly, but
1: behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, yeah the problem yeah. is, is like, it's different than the, like, it's different than Elon Musk saying something as a CEO of Tesla he is an individual investor in Bitcoin or, you know, something um, I can go tweet anything I want to about the stocks that I like. Yeah, um, yeah. It just, it, so I don't know. There has to be, there has to be something, um, some sort of regulation. I think eventually it can't be the wild, wild West forever. Right. Um, I, I the, because of, and this isn't just Elon Musk, it's, it's others, right? Like these people who have the most money can influence the market, and I've I read a really good write-up on this. You know, they can influence the market and essentially steal money from retail investors, which is you and me, like well, the, sure. the little guys. Um, and that's they do that already in the stock market, within the law, um, but they have very little qualms about doing it in cryptocurrency markets right now because there really isn't a no laws of regulation around it. Around it. Yeah. Um, so I think something has to change, um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, the whole the whole thing was really interesting and refreshing from a you know watch a government thing and, and hear about it. So I'm okay. a little bit more bearish on Bitcoin than I was before. I'm a little I'm thinking a little bit more about what is the future of cryptocurrency in the U.S. Um, but honestly, if the U.S. so goes, the U.S. so goes the world to some degree in financial
0: markets. Oh sure, yeah, um, because of the dollar. But
1: yeah, it's it was super interesting. So
0: cool. Well, I, yeah, I didn't even know that was going on. So that's, yeah, like you said, that's very it's worth interesting. It's a it's a two sure. hour
1: two hour um, thing. I'm sure my wife and I'll watch it later. So not really. know.
0: we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch a little <laughs> watch <laughs> Okay. I'll yeah, I, I actually caught that earlier, so I can can give you a non spoilery version of that. Um, but some other things going on this past week: uh, the WWDC or the Worldwide Developer Conference, which is Apple's big software announcement press conference uh, where they talked about the next version of iOS, which will be 15 um, Monterey is their new uh, Mac OS version and a lot of new features coming out, but some I wanted to kind of hone in on were uh, privacy features, which is Mm -hmm. something that gets talked about a lot, especially in, you know, these big tech companies, harvesting our data, using our data for all kinds of things, mostly to make themselves more money. Uh, and Apple had already gone, you know, down this privacy (laughs) route before the, the, the last update to their OS 14.5 put kind of a clamp down on some of the apps and how they use our data. And I know some other companies are pretty vocal about that. They're not happy about (laughs) that, uh, happening to their apps within the operating system and their Apple's kind of doubling down on that, um, they're introducing features, which will enable like a, a VPN with their, their iCloud service. Um, they have this, something called iCloud private relay, hide my email. So some uh, privacy on your email. Um, they're also expanding their home kit to secure your video feeds. So if your video camera support home kit, those will be encrypted. So some pretty neat stuff going on there, uh, with, with privacy. Um, and I I really don't want to be like an Apple fanboy. I mean, I really had never been traditionally. I, I've had an iPhone just mainly for <laughs> simplicity, ease of use, and because everyone else in my family was getting those. <laughs> and So that's how I got into that ecosystem. But seeing some of the direction they're going with this, I, I'm pretty happy with that. Now, Ryan, I know this is something you can probably talk about a little wow. bit because I know you're a big privacy guy. So how do you feel about this? Have you had a chance to look at some of the features coming out? and yeah, what
2: are your thoughts? I, this is, you know, say what you want to about Apple, some of their business practices, you know, where their phones are made and, you know, the, the human rights things. and But with the privacies, they, they have got it figured out. And they're, and it's, I really think they're drilling down on what the consumer wants, at least guys like me. You yeah. know, ever since Edward Snowden came out and released all these different programs and just how accessible you are to the general public from your phone, Or any device, computers, I think people are, you know, I think there was kind of like a renaissance. People are like, enough, you know, you know, privacy, we lose it all, you know, you know, that's the, you know, we truly lose it all,
0: you know. Well, and you, you get constantly hounded by things like, you know, spam is something that people just become part of their daily lives, like, oh, I just have to deal with it. And there's spam filters and all this other stuff, but they're, they're going a, de- a step farther and they're actually going to be hiding your email address from these people so they can't even acquire them. Um, stuff like that. that that's, it's good to see it going in that direction to hopefully yeah. curtail some of these things. I don't think they'll ever go away. Um, you're still going to get robocalls and spam in to some degree, but at least they're making an a effort
1: for that, by the way.
0: Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they, there have to be apps okay. like that because it's such a problem.
1: Built, built into Android, I never have <laughs> to yeah. take one yep. of those
0: calls. It'll answer it
1: for me and, and talk to the person.
0: And <laughs> hang up on them. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I mean, a computer does the whole thing. Keeps, like, it'll keeps ask, them busy. It'll ask who is this, and then it will, you know, it'll put it as a, as a, like on my screen. It'll show the conversation that the computers having with this person, and I can decide to answer it or not.
2: Wow. Yeah. See, that's, that's I use an app called very similar app called Robo Robo Killer. And it's
0: fantastic. Okay. Well, um, yeah, but, yeah, anyways. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, they're they're also, they're upgrading, upgrading Safari, which is the main uh, Apple browser, uh, using that private relay. So that will make sure that all the traffic using your device is encrypted uh, and no one between the user and the website can access it. So right now, it's like when you go to a website, all kinds of other people are kind of peeking in on that. And that's how you get relevant ads for stuff. And there's all kinds of stuff they use that data for uh, and they're being a little more proactive in keeping that private and, and keeping your data from being shared with, with all these other companies. So yeah. uh, we'll see when that comes out. Uh, this was just the big announcement. Uh, the operating systems usually don't come out until September. Although if you are a developer, you can get the beta now. I think that is available if you hmm. want to, if you want to early peek on it, I don't think it's that difficult to get into their developer program. Um, and, and you just have to install a few things on your phone and agree to, you know, that you might have early software that's not fully tested on your phone. Things can go wrong. <laughs> you might have to reformat it, yada, yada, that kind of thing. Um, but if you're adventurous now, Ryan, I know you had been in one of their beta programs before too. So mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're interested in that, that seems like it's you know possible if you want to get it early. Um, yeah, I thought that was neat. Um, more tech news coming out though. Well, it's kind of might be a little premature, but the the big you know, other conference that's coming up is called E3, and that's for the video game side of things. We have Microsoft having a pretty big conference coming up this Sunday where they're going to join with Bethesda, their newly acquired studio and doing a joint conference with them talking about xbox series x and s all the new games they're working on over the next year or two um so that it's kind of exciting uh, some of the stuff starting to leak out a little bit um i know ea had a, a thing today talking about their next battlefield game so ryan I, I don't know if you're i know you're kind of a call of duty guy but battlefield pretty similar type game uh they showed yeah. off some footage of that it looks pretty amazing um I think that came out just today. So yeah, there's some some neat stuff starting to come out there and these new consoles hopefully we'll start to see some of the real next gen stuff coming out over the next week or so. So yeah, that should be neat. Uh but not but in addition to Microsoft, there's uh Ubisoft on Saturday is gonna have their big show, Square Enix, and then Nintendo, I think is next Tuesday. So this is like Christmas for video game nerds because <laughs> It's like all the all the new stuff that's coming out, you know. Hopefully, re- relatively soon, you get to kind of see what's going on with that. So, I don't know if there's any games you're interested in. H- Halos, one of the biggest ones, and I imagine it'll be there in a pretty big capacity too. So, yeah, looking no, forward to that.
2: The Battlefield: would be something I'm definitely going to be interested in. I yeah, I've never, I've always seen the promos and. Yeah,
0: so yeah, take a look at it. It's called Battlefield uh, 2042. So it's kind of a futuristic version. Uh from what I saw, they're not going to do a campaign for this one, so it's mainly multiplayer. So if you really like multiplayer, that's you know, that's where it's at and that's the direction they're going in. Uh Now, that's going to be a full-price game though. Um Microsoft with uh Halo, their multiplayer is going to be free for everyone when it comes out, which is kind of neat that they haven't ever done before um and their campaign or the single player version of the game uh will be at no cost if you have game pass you'll get it day one you know right oh. out the gate you can download it play it immediately when it's available um otherwise it'll be just you know normal game price 60 you know well stony i guess has been charging 70 for some other <laughs> new stuff but uh yeah if you want to save on money it seems like microsoft really is the way to go at least uh on the game purchases so yeah and i figure we'll see a lot more announcements with stuff coming to game pass um possibly new features with it there's a rumor that ubisoft will join game pass so all of their games will be available on there too so i'm very happy with my playstation 5 but i have to say that uh xbox is really doing things pretty well with uh being able to get their system and have tons of stuff to play without spending tons of money. Yeah. <laughs> you can not spend that much money and have a lot of cool stuff to do. So yeah, but that's, that's E3. Uh, we won't know really, you know, the big announcements until this coming weekend, but uh, yeah, there might be a few things that kind of leak out early as they tend to do throughout the week. Uh and there was one last thing that's going on. Uh, yeah, there was, I
1: don't know. It's not that important, is it?
0: Nah. Well, a billionaire in space, is that important? Uh, and not the other billionaire we talked about so far, but uh, the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, is launching himself into space. So that's a thing. Like, what? <laughs> What, like is, what is he thinking? Uh, I mean, what? It seems like a huge risk and a gamble for for somebody. Is he going to do uh, it on a
1: Blue Origin rocket?
0: Yeah, yeah, on that the rocket. That seems foolish. It it does seem foolish. Uh, but he says he's doing it. Him and his his brother is going with him. Oh wow! Uh, they also have a uh, a seat reserved for an auction winner. They're going to auction off the seat, so any of us could. Mm you know raise a few million dollars in the next you know (laughs) short amount of time and and grab a seat on the rocket um the whole flight is supposed to be fully automated too so they will not have a pilot it will be launching and then fully autopilot them back down to earth so so are they going how far out are they going Oh, that's a wonderful question. I, I don't have exact data on that. I don't think it's that far. I think it's really as far as it takes to become weightless and what is considered outer space, but then they're going to go straight back. So yeah, they're, they're not going that far. I mean, they're leaving the, the atmosphere and that's about okay. it. So, okay. Yeah. This is not, I don't not think a, it's that.
2: Based on that information, I, I say go for it. Bezos do <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, yeah i also find it interesting that this trip will be a matter of i think weeks after he will be resigning as ceo of amazon yeah. so he's like quitting his job and going to space <laughs> so essentially yeah. uh, uh part of that story is uh, uh, something that broke today though i guess uh, is another another billionaire rival of These guys, Richard Branson, is working on uh, their space program, uh, Virgin Galactic, and he's trying to get their rocket launch to happen before, because, you know, why not try to be super competitive and (laughs) get a a launch going quicker than... I'm pretty sure I've
1: seen seen a book or a movie with this exact plot. Yeah. And I don't think it ended well for anybody.
0: Probably not. Yeah. I mean, real life tends to be a little more boring than than fiction, but I, I don't know. I, I find this kind of crazy that this kind yeah. of rivalries and competitiveness, which I I'm all for competition and getting to space and advancing humanity's you know yeah. technology and, and you know exploration into space. But to me, it was
1: a little more interesting when it was like uh, a sense of national pride was the reason you were doing it. And
2: not right. just like pride. Well, I'm I'm okay with the pride, though. I mean, <laughs> you got to think these guys work their whole lives, you know. Especially Bezos, See I mean, he started selling books, you yeah, know, and now he's going to space with his own money, not money that I've had to pay tax dollars for. <laughs> I, I say go for it. If he wants to blow himself up, and you know, yeah,
0: oh, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody should stop him. No, I mean. Yeah. If you want to do it, do it. Uh, it just seems... But would you uh, do it? Yeah, would you? That's a great question. Uh, I, I
1: know, because you asked that question in the pre-show. I,
0: I did. I did. That is my question. But would I go to space? Yeah, I mean, I, I would. Yeah. And and that's a it's a tough question. Like, when I was younger, that was an easy question. Like, yes, definitely. But as you get older, it's like, have a family, have kids. It's like, it's a very risky prospect. It's like I still would really want to do it, but I would definitely give it a lot more thought and consideration because it's like uh yeah, it, it, that could be it because you you're doing something that's kind of crazy. I mean, it's definitely one of the most dangerous things you could do. Uh you know, as great as the technology is and you know as space flights have gotten safer for sure, but how many rockets have also blown up in the last year or two? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think
2: I, you could put me down from the moon. I'd go as far as the moon. Maybe the space that? station. Yeah, Well, yeah. the moon's
0: that's pretty far because no one's been to the moon in our whole lifetime. So yeah, that that's a pretty big deal. And if yeah. we get to the moon again, which it, it, it seems to be in the plans, like they'll be visiting the moon. I know China's planning to go cool. to the moon. They have yeah. their space program has been very ambitious about that. And, and we're all kind of looking forward to Mars. That's been a lot of the talk of where to go and, you know, what's the next I, you know, big thing.
2: I do know there's a waiting list to go to Mars. And that to me is almost like a suicide mission because there's, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, it, you, there's, no, there's no guarantee you're going to get back. You know, for, There's for a early, guarantee you're not
1: coming back actually. I mean,
2: it's, yeah. it's a one-way
0: trip the first flights for sure yeah you know I mean,
2: you know and Elon, Elon Musk is on the record saying that he's has every intention of going to mars correct
0: uh i don't know if he said he actually would i'm pretty go. sure he
2: said he would go um, to he would go to mars
0: well they're planning to build a whole city on mars and, and you know investing a you know, huge amount of money i think musk is going to have to get
1: Neuralink a little farther along, so he can upload his consciousness to a computer first. Before, <laughs> before he
0: goes, it goes. To it's going to be a
1: while before there's a city on yeah. Mars. I'm not sure we'll see that in our lifetime.
0: Uh, they're wanting to have a million people on Mars by 20, I don't know, 2050, 2060, which that's actually that not is, that far away. That is very <laughs>
2: ambitious. Right. But very ambitious, and you know, it would have to get pretty stinking bad here on Earth before I'd say, you know what. I'm gonna pack up and, honey, kids. What's how's Mars sound? You know. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, just
0: not. Yeah. Okay, I, I was right. I looked it up. He, their plan is to send one million people to Mars by 2050. So yeah. Uh, send
1: one million or have one million? Because there's a certain way. Send that send one can million.
0: Yeah. Make the, more humans. Population can't expand organically. Uh, yes, but uh, sending mm-hmm. 1, million, uh, 1 oh, million people. That's a lot so of that's that's a lot of rockets, and that's a big city. I mean, that's a major U.S. Yeah. city that they're wanting to have there. Um, it's a lot of people. Um, that's uh, a, a lot of jobs that will need to be done there because it's like they—they're not just sending you there just to go look around at the red rocks. They—they're they're wanting it to be a productive base where they're—they're they're working farmers. on things. They will need farmers, yes, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and, and figuring out what things they can get to grow on mars having seen the the movie martian and and read the book i, I yeah i know potatoes was one thing that they speculated, can grow potatoes anywhere calculated would would grow um sorry i i
1: just really quick you kind of gave me a segue there ken so yeah. uh andy weir wrote the book martian yes i am currently reading his newest book called project hail mary highly recommend it i'm only about a fourth of the way through but loving it so far so anyway
0: okay oh great project what's your, eight, rob is... would you go yeah sorry no not right now no no i would have i would have
1: um but like i i'm the only one i have a job my wife uh teaches our kids and uh, stay at home mom and, and yeah. uh my life insurance is not i mean i doubt it's <laughs> going to cover a space flight so yeah
0: maybe not I don't, know. I don't know i'd say
1: that might be a bucket list thing like right. when my kids are out of college i might be interested but not right now not right now right
0: right yeah i think that's probably about where i'm at too it's like uh to to get me to go it, at least farther out to actually land on a moon especially not mars because yeah mars, i wouldn't even do so i wouldn't far- even
1: do a rocket right now
0: like no
1: no i mean no. Unless it it, it has to be as safe as air flight, like air air travel for me to do. it. Well,
0: I think a lot of why Jeff Bezos is doing this is to prove to people that it is safe, because if he's willing to put himself in there, because a lot of their business plan, what they want to use these rockets for is space tourism to have really rich folks (laughs) pony up tons of money uh, to to do a, a ride up to space. So if he's willing to put himself in there, I think he's trying to say to all these other people, Hey, if I can do it, you know, you don't want me to be the one that beat you there. Then when you can experience it yourself.
1: Yeah. I think there's two I, I, things there, Ken, you said, you talked yeah. about, you don't want me to beat you there. Like that goes yeah. back to the pride thing. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like, right. Some of these guys just want to be the first and that's fine. Right. Like, so right. Be it. But like, I, I, I don't, I, like, I, the yeah. whole space tourism thing kind of ticks me off, honestly. Like, mm, okay, it just feels like a lot of effort and, and work for, that could go into something worthwhile, like mm. a moon base or a Mars right. base or exploration. And it just feels like a ton of money just getting thrown down the drain, which we do all the time anyway, right? But like, oh, it just, is it going down the know. drain
0: or are they going to use that money to do the things that you're talking about? Because... These companies are trying to. That's not what Blue Origin is saying,
1: is it? That's not what they're talking about. Tourism the whole time. Like, are they? I mean, at least SpaceX is talking about. Hey, we're doing all these missions for NASA, so we can build money to build a go to Mars on our own dime. Like, I don't hear Bezos talking about that. I hear him trying to make a business again. Right. Right. Oh yeah. There's nothing altruistic about this to me.
0: See no.
2: I I disagree slightly in the fact that if he can if you could commercialize this, let's say you could book a flight on United and you go, you go out into space and you can have, if Bezos could ship his packages, you know, if he could give a 30 minute guarantee to like, okay, I've got something here. I want to send it to New Zealand. I can, I can get on, I can get on Amazon prime and, and literally go, you know, and have it there in 30 minutes. If I
1: use travel through the, or, you I, know, in outer space. I would be able, to, I would be able to get on board if this is logistics play, but I mean, I feel like Ken hit it on the nail on the head. Like this is just, this is more a bunch of rich guys, you know, oh. doing something daring to me. It just it doesn't feel like it's, it's a useful thing other than bragging rights.
0: I mean, the Blue Origin, to be fair, they, they claim that their, their goal is to help colonize the solar system, basically, okay. which, you know, that, that's their. You know, end goal, which uh, I don't know how much of the solar system is able to be colonized. I think, uh, other than all of it, all of it, all the way out to Neptune. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
2: these what these billionaires know that we don't know is the first one up there controls the space,
0: literal oh, space. So, <laughs> so you know, plant their flag, and yeah, it's, it's yours. Yes, I
2: mean, yeah. I mean, you see this in all kinds of industries. You know, you might have just Three players in a certain industry, but this is completely. I don't buy
1: it. I I mean here's the the deal, Ryan. Like, so who came to to the to America first? Who was the first person to get here?
0: Vikings, (laughs) yeah. Vikings, uh, Spanish, yeah. French.
1: Like it doesn't. Like to me, it doesn't matter who gets there first. I think it. I think it will matter to some degree, but I think the governments of the world are going to. They have an army behind them. And the US has a space force, my goodness, right? So oh, yeah. I don't know. Like well, I, 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 I like the billions billionaires doing this. I think it'd be more realistic if they started to mine asteroids. That to me would oh, be sure. a smart play, and I think something they could keep a stake to. But it's you sustainable
0: know, too. I mean that that's
1: right. oh gosh. Yeah, it'd be so it'd be such a big boon, money wise. Yeah. yeah. And I, I you could. know, I think they'll get
2: that, but you gotta take yeah. baby step first. And maybe True. the first baby step is
0: the tourism right tourism yeah because that's just launching somebody up and back down it's like okay not really many other frills other than that um and it's helping advance your rocket technology your telemetry all this stuff you're you're gathering data every time you do a launch so if you can pay for those launches with people wanting tickets you know that's one way to do it so
1: yeah i I I mean i I could be.
0: I'll, I'll be watching. I mean, I, I I'm interested enough. Like, I'll I'll see you know Bezos launch himself into space. Um, oh, I'll watch it. Like, sure, right? I won't I won't do it on pay per view, but I'll watch it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's a pay per view. <laughs> you have to be an Amazon Prime member <laughs> to watch. Crap, I don't no. Do
2: that, no. no, no. Here's the thing you mentioned. You mentioned an army. If I'm going to pick the American army or the British army, I'm going to pick the American army with Jeff Bezos. Forget Richard Branson. He's been working on this for years, and he's going to fail you know yeah. so so you know yes yeah, he's got this virgin galactic that he's tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and, tried, and- well, that's
0: why I, I wonder what happened because if branson is trying to beat him and like they force their launch early it's like i'd feel like you'd have a less success mm-hmm. you know chance of success if you do that and he blows himself up do you think bezos is still gonna go after that no. but I, I don't know. It reminds I, I me.
1: Of, it reminds me of the space race. Like try I mean, yeah. these things were not as safe as they are today, and they're launching people just to be the first one to go around, the first one to get to the moon, the first one to do. Exodus. My, you know? my yeah. point is, my counterpoint
2: is, if we didn't have the space race, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And if we don't have this conversation, we're not going to have the Mars conversation. Yeah. So yeah. as that's much a, as we, that's a really the, good point. Yeah. As much as we hate the. Egotistical sense of these million, these billionaires.
1: They've only got; they're the only ones with the means to do it. I mean,
0: right.
1: yeah, and that's just the fact.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: that's a good point, Ryan. Because I mean, it, a government like the U.S. is a democracy, or, or close to it ish, right? Like, we have to have some agreement. At least fifty-one percent of the people have to, you know, vote, in the people who are going to have to do this. And, and, and I don't, I don't remember how the space race was able to get the people behind it, but I don't feel like we have that push now i mean politically we haven't in recent years um so yeah that's a good point if 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 the governments aren't able to do it then you know maybe some of these ultra rich can yeah they have every right to be wrong and being
2: jerks but at the same time (laughs) these are the jerks that are going to do it you know
1: yeah
2: that's that's where i'm going and i think
0: there is something humbling about doing spaceflight too i mean i think (laughs) even even musk has said a, a lot of just how many failures it takes to get A success and when you're dealing with the space industry so yeah yeah, i I think you have to be willing to to spend that kind of money without any true promise of your return um to get there and and there are people that yeah they have enough other businesses to support it and enough money so that that's where we're at but uh i I thought it was interesting that the things heating up on, on this kind of you know, Billionaire space race going on right before our eyes. So, uh, both launches, it looks like, will be happening in July. So, exciting so wait, is summer. It better
2: of us to th- is it bad of us to think the sea would be cool to see one blow up with the millionaire on it? <laughs> no, you know, be... I don't... I'm sure yes, that, that would be bad. bad.
0: That, uh, yeah. Bad. I'm
2: still going with bad, but like, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> you I feel like my point. All, all, yeah. the, all the news networks would be thrilled because that's huge ratings for them. Um, but no, I, I, hopefully that hopefully it's boring, you know, that that's the best exactly. case scenario for a space flight that is super boring. Everything goes exactly how they plan it and, and they land safely. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's you know, your, your best case scenario. <laughs> you don't want too much excitement <laughs> when you're doing this stuff. Uh, yeah. So that's coming up soon. It that, goes that some neat conversation just about, you know, speculating what, whether you would, or not go go into space or how far um and yeah i mean these are hopefully just still the baby steps i mean yeah we we put people on the moon 50 years ago now right so you know but we're
2: it's time time yeah go back
0: (laughs) time to go back uh the next moon mission is supposed to be in 2024 which is not that far off um it looks like Blue Origin was awarded a $1 billion contract from NASA to produce a human landing system for the Artemis 3 to land humans on the moon in 2024. So that's uh, not too far away. So we're...
1: Billions dollars.
0: So
2: what if there's some more nefarious yeah. things going on, though, too? And you, you can't mm. help... Okay, you I just got this bill... That.
0: <laughs> Alexa had an opinion. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Alexa. Wow, she heard Bezos way too many times, right? <laughs>
2: you know, he got this. You just mentioned this contract. You know, what if what if some shady business is going down with Bezos going up into space? You know what? Like, I don't know.
0: Who knows it's, what he'd have? It's
2: right with conspiracy theories. What I'm saying, you know?
0: Nah. So, you no, know, yeah. You
1: know. I mean, I so I've talked about this book before. There's a book called Delta V, which is all about. This space race, but it's really about mining. Uh, mm-hmm. It's who who can go first to mine an asteroid. Uh, oh,
0: there's a couple. Yeah. There's a couple
1: within you know reach that we could get to. Um, I I wonder, like Ryan, you talk about the I don't know if this would be the or not, but if there is any sort of secret space races going on right now um, under the covers of some of these kind of publicity stunts, that because mm-hmm. if you're the first one to go mine an asteroid, like and get it back to the moon, at least, like, that's, oh, oh gosh, yeah. like, that's a ton of money, ton of money.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, because, I mean, most of these asteroids is what, uh, just what kind of minerals are we talking here? Like, uh, different kinds of ore and metals, I'm guessing. Yeah, like, it's uh, not,
1: it's, it's not stuff, I mean, it's not stuff that you would want to bring back to Earth. It, the whole, right. the, the, the Delta V is, like, the, the velocity delta, essentially, like, it costs so much money to get iron ore off of the Earth, with a rocket yeah, right it's so much cheaper to do it from you know an asteroid to the moon like it takes, exactly. it takes very very little thrust once you're in outer space and so so whole, building
0: those bases on the moon that's how yeah, you want to do it yeah, yeah you
1: would do it this way uh, and even th- you know some things that like uh, like there's like they find these diamonds like these huge diamonds because they can grow differently in different spots I mean it's just it, you know you never know what you'd find but it would yeah. completely disrupt um, a lot of uh, Materials movement from from Earth to space. So,
0: oh sure, yeah. Especially if you ha- found a a mineral that we consider super valuable, like gold, silver. Oh god, di- I mean, that diamond. Point, yeah, I mean, yeah, it
1: completely changed dynamics. Yeah, but if you can start manufacturing silicone chips in space and and manufacturing, you know, you know, iron ore or making iron ore into steel in space, like be huge. Yeah, for, for are- building. Yeah, i wonder absolutely. if my commercial driver's license would apply to like an inter-
2: intergalactic truck driver because I'd sign up for that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> a lot of
1: long right, hauls. A,
0: <laughs> a long haul. <laughs> yeah.
1: In this In this book, the the main protagonist is a um, cave diver, who is just really adept at being alone for long periods of time in very very tight spots and stuff like that. So like that's why he excels in this environment. It's kind of interesting. You huh. have that book Sorry. one more time, Rob? Delta V. Yeah. It's delta Delta V. It's by a guy named Daniel Suarez. Huh. I, yeah, he's I've written, read some Suarez. Yeah. Yeah. He's written several really good books I've really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a former computer, you know, developer uh who turned to writing and it's some interesting stuff. So cool. Gosh guys, we're really running out of close on time here. So. We are running out of time. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I think we covered it. Um yeah, so this has been episode 99. Our goal is 100. We're coming up on 100, guys. Um, I'm going to be sending out some emails this week. We're going to see if we can get maybe a couple of guests to join yeah. us, hopefully, and uh, be able to do our 100th episode, send it out with a bang. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying uh, the Blatherskites is, is gone forever, but I think I'm considering this uh, the end of this chapter and, and maybe look at reevaluating where, how to go forward, maybe in the fall so it's a milestone remember, right it's a big yeah, milestone it is yeah quite a few episodes uh and i know it it takes a, a decent amount of time i mean that's 100 hours we, we spent well more than that and, and i know robbie you do a lot of work on getting mm-hmm. the episodes posted and um stuff like that so yeah i think we'll uh put that chapter behind us at 100 and, and have a good uh kind of last episode and, and figure out where we want to go and maybe look at the format of the show a little bit and and tweak some things and, and how we want to do it. So, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Anybody listening, I appreciate anybody who has listened to it. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fun. It's fun for me. I hope it's fun for you guys. Hope uh, anybody listening has a good time too. So, well, it's been a great episode tonight. I I love talking about stuff about space, uh, about billionaires blowing themselves into the outer space (laughs) uh, blowing themselves into it not blowing up okay sure yeah yeah semantics yeah anyway uh yeah thank you guys uh i hope you all enjoyed the episode this has been number 99 out of 100 so we'll catch you next time